This is God Alive. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. This is Criff. I mean Arnold. This is Alex and Nick from Tyrannonaut. Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. This is Zeke Evil from Natal Quest. This is Nick from Hessian Firm. This is Jason from Sulaco. I'm eating a plain cheeseburger. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. Hey, this is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian. Maybe BML. What's up? This is Sully. This is Mama Nat. Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. This is Richie from Grave Huffer. We're Immortal Possession, and you're listening to Right now! 
All right, we started off episode 252 with Sunflower from Potsdam with the song Seven Trumpets in Astoria from the release All These Darlings and Now Me. They played at the Bug Jar on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> Good stuff. Yeah. Um, got a question for you. All right. And then I have a question for you. Oh, perfect. My question's uh, pretty quick. Okay. So is mine. If you had to guess, um, how do I want to phrase this? What? I'm having a hard time figuring out how to phrase this without giving it away. Mm. If you had to guess which night of the year that cheaters go out the most. Of the of the entire year? Yeah. Like not which day of the week? Nope. Like it's a specific day. <laughs> um, I'm guessing it's Valentine's Day. It is the day before Valentine's Day. Because mm. you got to spend Valentine's Day with your actual significant mm. other. Okay. So I, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up on the 14th. Mm. Tomorrow, right? No, it's Wednesday. Because mm. Mental Meltdown is on Tuesday. Oh, yes, yes. My mistake. So maybe people will be bringing their mistresses. Oh, yeah. Um, Valentine's Day is the 14th Never ever been a fan Finally after 20 years You trust that I'm not just saying that And I actually mean That I do not like Valentine's Day How about Valentine's Day? Well that's a different story (laughs) We can talk about that later So but apparently this article says Mistress Day is the most Infamous day in the restaurant world. And it's February 13th. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. You were close with your guests, though. Well, I figured it had something to do with (laughs) this week and uh, Valentine's Day happens to be this week. Yeah. Not a fan. Well, good. (laughs) <laughs> it works out for both of us. <laughs> uh, my question is, you know, you know, like the the creamer half and half. Yeah, shouldn't that be called whole? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> like, why would something be called half and half? That's a good question. Yeah. Is that all you had? Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. When did you think about that ingenious question? It's brilliant, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. When you were making your bourbon coffee over there? Perhaps. (laughs) Um, So we heard... uh, We've been talking about how Kerry King was saying he had some new band that he was working with. Yes. And the uh, the single Idle Hands was released recently. Uh-huh. And um, I've seen mixed reviews on it. What do you think? 
Um, <coughs> I I like the the members of the band. Um, I don't know. It just feels a little like I feel like nothing he does is going to be live up to Slayer. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, I've seen some people love it, and then others are like, "This is absolute shit." Well, I don't think it's shit. <clears throat> no, it's not. It just feels a little. I don't know. It feels a little generic, I guess, compared to, but I don't know. Again, like nothing is going to live up to where he came from, you know? <laughs> yeah. But um, that's not actually why I brought that up. Oh, okay. Um, I was reading an article and I forgot who published this article, but it was a recent article and he says that since the early 90s that on the Slayer recordings he, he played <laughs> he played all the bass. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah. And not Tom. And I was I was very surprised by that. Never I mean they're they're obviously not gonna say that like while they're still together. And I'm guessing they're probably not gonna get back together now. <laughs> <laughs> what would make you say that? <laughs> <laughs> First Nikki Six, and now this. I wonder if there's going to be a response to that. Yeah. I know. Or if he's just going to ignore it. I know. So I didn't ask you in the beginning, but how was your week? I think it was okay. Yeah? Yeah. That's how about good. you? I think it was all right. All right, good. Yep. Thanks for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so... We should mention, we did mention earlier that Metal Meltdown yeah. is tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, new black metal band. New black metal band. People should come out. It's a fun time. Yeah. Um, Bring but, your mistress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, if they want to. Not our place to say either way, right? <laughs> Uh, you want to hear some music? Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to kick it off with Nocturnal Sorcery with the song Damned by the Law of the Stars off the Captive and Breath of Life album released on the 9th by Cult. And then after that, Raw War with the song Aftermath from the album Total Raw War, which was also released on February 9th by Sentient Ruin. And we usually go back and forth, but I'm going to announce this next one. This was a submission from Anders. Wasn't aware of this band, but it's really good. Uh, from Sweden, Gluttony, with the song of Blasphemous Infinity, off of the album Drogulus, and that is available now. <laughs>
Would you ever want to climb Mount Everest? No. No. Have you heard the recent news about Mount Everest? No. And the surrounding regions? No. no. <clears throat> um, so, apparently, the municipality that covers most of the Everest region has introduced a new rule um, surrounding the area. And that is because people are shitting all over the place. Uh, what? Yeah. They're okay. Sh they're shitting everywhere, and I guess uh, because of the extreme temperatures, the shit doesn't degrade. So it's kind of just there, and it's smelling, and um, they say the mountains have begun to stink, and that... Um, they're getting complaints <laughs> that human stools are visible on the rocks and some climbers are actually falling ill. Um, so I guess the new rule is when the climbers go through the base camp, like at the base to go yeah. up, they, uh, they're ordered to buy poop bags. And then when they come back down the mountain, the bags are checked to make sure that there's <laughs> something in them. Man, that sounds like a blast. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know why, but I thought, when I read that, I thought of um, the, th the scene in Borat when he comes out <laughs> of the bathroom with a bag of shit. <laughs> I'd hate that job. Yeah. Checking that's, shit that's bags. That's a shitty job. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what that job title is. Yeah. <laughs> um. So no Everest, huh? No. no okay. Do you want to do that? No. That's even less appealing now. Was it ever appealing? I don't, the idea of that challenge is somewhat appealing, I guess. No. But I don't even want to go scrape off the car in the winter. Yeah. Why would I want to climb a mountain yeah, like that? Yeah, you're right. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if it were warm and sunny. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. I'll take my mistress. <laughs> as long as it's on the 13th. All right. So I came across this article I thought maybe you would get a kick out of and maybe other people too mm. um, uh, normal practices and routines from the past that have Gen Zers confused, perplexed and puzzled and the first one made me laugh when the internet first came out you couldn't talk on the phone and be online at the same time mm. um, I know that seems like so long ago. It seems like an entire lifetime ago. It's wild. <clears throat> the, I remember how unstable the internet was back then, like dial-up. Uh, it was so fucking maddening. It was so maddening. So there's another one. <clears throat> I'll skip ahead. There's another one down below mm -hmm. that said 
you would basically have to threaten your family's life to not pick up the phone when you were downloading something because then your download would stop. Yeah. <laughs> and downloads took oh, forever. Yeah. yeah. Like hours. Yeah. 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 That was ridiculous. Uh, the next one says going to get gas was more than an experience. When you went, the gas station attendants would put your gas in your car, clean your windshield, and check your oil. After that, you just paid them through the car window. You never had to get out of the car. Mm-hmm. I barely remember that. Mm-hmm. And there are still states yeah. that yeah. require attendance. Yeah. 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 There was also the um, the gas shortages in the past where you could only get gas on certain days depending on like the first letter of your last name or oh i thought it so i remember my mom telling me Mm. about that and she said it went by license plates too at some point Mm. like if you're Mm, okay something about odd and even numbers or something like that that makes more sense actually i might be full of shit yeah, because they don't Cause, know your name when you drive up. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to, like, check your license, right? What is the first letter of your last name, yeah, ma'am? Probably be much easier to look at your license. Plate. Yeah. Okay. Scratch that. That's <laughs> all right. I thought, I thought I did hear that, though. I was... Well, maybe. I mean, at some point. I'm sure there were multiple gas shortages. Mm. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. The next one is, I can't believe smoking on planes was a thing. Mm. I can't believe that either, actually. What about smoking, like the doctor smoking in a hospital? Uh, yeah, I know. Nurses, like taking your blood pressure yeah. with a cigarette hanging yeah. out of their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember doing your Christmas and birthday shopping? Like looking at the Sear- that huge oh, Sears yeah. or JCPenney yeah. catalog? Mm-hmm. And I never got anything out of it. Yeah. Um, the next one says no security screenings at airport. You could just literally walk up to the gate and wait for your mm-hmm. whoever you were waiting for to get off the plane. Mm-hmm. That was pre-9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, when driving in an unfamiliar territory, my 20-year-old son was baffled that you had to get directions by either stopping at the gas station yeah. or buying a map. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next one, ashtrays everywhere. Homes, businesses, restaurants, hospitals, malls, schools. Even if you didn't smoke, it was normal to have ashtrays available for your guests in the house. Mm-hmm. Yep. There was like two types. There was a the giant glass one. Yep. And then there was the giant plastic one. With burn holes in it. It had burn holes, and it was either like, it was either that color that was real popular in like the late 60s through the 70s. It was like this horrible orange or or horrible green. Yep. Totally. Maybe yellow. There was like a a mustard yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good looks. Uh, my boss blew my young co-worker's mind the other day when she oh. explained. Yeah, I know. Oh, there's more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did that when I first read it too. <laughs> like, why is this on there? Um, 
when she explained that there is a special kind of black paper that you can put between two regular pieces of paper, and when you write on the top page, it also shows on the bottom page, <laughs> like the carbon paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a kick that they didn't even know what the name of the paper was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um, there was a room called the coal room in the basement of our house. We'd shovel coal from that room into a coal furnace whenever we needed to heat up our house. The coal was delivered by a truck that had a coal chute, which was inserted through a basement window into the coal room. Mm. That one baffles me. Yeah. What about when they used to deliver ice? What are you talking about? They used to deliver blocks of ice. Why? For, like, people would put it in their... Like, the refrigerator didn't, like, make ice. So they had this block that would keep what? things cold. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. No? No. Look it up. Huh. What do you think? We always had refrigerators? <laughs> <laughs> um, that it was normal for an entire household to share a single phone number. Mm-hmm. And sometimes a single phone. Yeah. Yep. Rotary phone. Um, the next one, people used to actually write letters, put a stamp on them, and mail them to their friends and relatives. Mm-hmm. As a kid, I would write letters to my school friends over summer break just to tell them how my summer was go- going. And most would write back telling me how things were with them. I was around for that. Mm. I miss those days. Yeah. I used to get so excited to get letters. Mm. I loved it. I Yeah, it reminds me of like the tape trading days. Yeah. Of trading tapes and there was always like some letter in there and then maybe some ads for other bands, demo tapes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um... We just recently talked about this. If you misbehaved in school, the teacher could and would dish out corporal punishment. Mm-hmm. Like wooden paddles. Oh, yeah. Beat the shit out of you. <laughs> when you watch TV, you had to watch what was on. And if you wanted to watch something in particular, you had to wait for it to come on. Mm-hmm. Like you had to plan your life around TV if you yeah. wanted to watch a show. Yeah. There was no recording it. And you had to walk up to the TV and turn the dial. Yep. There was no remote. Yep. And you often had to fuck with the rabbit ears. Mm-hmm. And hit the side of the TV. <laughs> yeah. Which, I used to bang the shit out of the side of our TV. Which worked often for some reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Phone numbers were memorized. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Besides like you and Shannon, mm-hmm. I'd be fucked mm-hmm. if something happened. Yeah, I don't. I don't know many phone numbers anymore at yeah. all. Nope. It seems crazy. I feel like all of these. I mean, maybe this is just obvious, but all of these like modern um, conveniences is playing into the overall mental degradation of society. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least in some ways. Yeah. I think information, even though it might be wrong often, is 
very readily available now where it wasn't yeah so much in the past like you had to go to like the library or if you had an encyclopedia or a dictionary yeah right now i don't know i'm i'm gonna stop randomly because yeah instant gratification is like mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. i think i think it's I don't know, and there's been a lot of studies and articles on this, but I think it's like rewired our brains. Oh, it absolutely has. And I can't imagine going back, but I almost wish, and I've said this before, I almost wish that I didn't know better. I didn't know these times. Yeah. Because I, I don't know, I feel like there was something to be said about the past. Yeah. That I did not appreciate at the time. Sorry, go on. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, the next one, in the 50s, the milkman would come in through our always unlocked back door and put milk straight in our refrigerator. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, a, I think that's that. a euphemism for, you know. Straight in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the evening news, every night, they would show the doomsday clock. I think they still do that today. They just don't show the clock. Yeah. And it's not every night, it's fucking 24 hours a day. Yeah. It's an anal- an analog clock that when it hits midnight, it meant we would be in nuclear war. It was usually very close to midnight, like five minutes before. Imagine having the very real threat of nuclear war looming over your head every single day. Yeah. It's much better. Much better today. <laughs> <laughs> Pay phones. Mm-hmm. That was a thing. Yeah, I still see them very occasionally, and it's it's funny to see that they're still they still exist somewhere. You know what I mean? I remember not only seeing them everywhere, but actually using them. And mm-hmm. I cannot imagine putting one of those fucking things to my head now. I know. <laughs> I remember. I think they stopped allowing this at one point, but um, you could, do you remember you could, um, there were some pay phones that you could, they had a number on them or you could get the number and then you could call someone and then when your money ran out, they could call you back on the pay phone. Oh yeah. I remember. Um, Is there a spider behind me? No, it's a ladybug. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember having like a handful of those phone numbers and I would just call them randomly and sometimes people would pick up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and lastly, my adult children and all of their friends didn't believe me when I first told them that married women weren't allowed to have credit cards in their own name until 1974. Huh. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was two, though, so... I had no business having a credit card <laughs> That's <back> right. <laughs> or a wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to know who does remember those days, Yeah, though? yes, she does.
This week, Grandma gave us Slaughter with the song Tortured Souls, not from Strapato, but from the Glorious Times Compilation Volume 1 CD that CDN Records put out in memory of Brian Pattison. All profits will go to the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center in Buffalo, New York. All right, we got the 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Mm. You got any predictions? Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be very little rock and roll. Mm, Okay. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Foreigner, Jane's Addiction, and Oasis Mm. lead the latest class of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Okay. Hoping for induction in 2024. Okay. I don't understand Oasis, but all right. <laughs> well, Ozzy is already... not Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ozzy is already a rock and roll member for his time with Black Sabbath. The singer's solo efforts might finally be deemed worthy of induction. Um... Another first time on the ballot is 70s and 80s hitmakers Foreigner. That blows my mind. Mm. Uh, whose original singer Lou Graham had previously claimed that a personal vendetta by former rock and roll chief uh, Jan Wenner against the band's Mick Jones had previously kept them from even being nominated. Uh, let's see. Jane's Addiction returning to the ballot and Oasis making their first appearance. Jane's Addiction were first nominated in 2016 for a potential 2017 Rock Hall induction, but ended up missing out on their first try. Um, Oasis, meanwhile, broke the scene in 94 with the Definitely Maybe album becoming one of the most successful Brit rock bands of all time. Uh, okay. Other first-time nominees for the Rock of Rock Hall include Sinead O'Connor, Cher, Mariah Carey, Peter Frampton, Lenny Kravitz, Cool and the Gang, and Sadie. Hmm. I, I don't know. The list also features the previously nominated Mary J. Blige, the Dave Matthews Band, Eric B., and Rakim. Am I saying that right? Mm. Oh, yes, me. <laughs> and a tribe called Quest. I think I think the issue I have is with the name. Rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, it should be like music hall of yeah. fame. I, I wouldn't have this. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't react if it was just like a music hall of fame. Well, I think you might be a little subjective or like biased too because like you didn't make any comments for Sinead O'Connor or Cher. I thought it though. Oh, like okay. they don't they don't I don't know. So to recap, the twenty twenty four Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees are Mary J. Blythe, Mariah Carey, Cher, Dave Matthews Band. Eric B. and Rakeem. Mm-hmm. Foreigner, Peter Frampton, Jane's Addiction, Cool and the Gang, Lenny Kravitz, Oasis, Sinead O'Connor, 
Ozzy Osbourne CD. Well, I, I got a, I got a question. And I missed one. A tribe called Quest. Did I say that? Yeah, you did. Okay. Um, I, I think Sinead was very talented, or at least had a really. She she took the Prince song, and made it far better than <clears throat> what he did. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of respect for Prince, but. <clears throat> And I might be ignorant, I don't know, but I feel like that's really the only song she was really known for, right? How does someone get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or any music <coughs> hall of fame for one song? Well, that's I That's not have, even theirs. I actually have the regulations here. Uh, to be eligible for nomination, an individual artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to the year of nomination. Uh, none of the acts nominated for a potential 2024 induction have been added to the ballot in their first year of eligibility. Well, is that the only... <laughs> I guess that's the only regulation. <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> Strict. <laughs> yeah. That's it, huh? That's it. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we got here. I don't know. I get sad when I see so many artists nominated the year they die. Yeah. Because that is an undeniable thing mm -hmm. that happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, definitely true. She didn't put out anything new last year, and according to the only regulation, their release has to be 25 years old. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there's nothing different between last year and this year right. besides the fact that she unfortunately passed away. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that happens a lot, and it, mm. it sucks. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, I guess I'm glad people are being honored, but I wish people would be honored when they know they're being honored. Yeah, yeah. It is very often after the fact. Yeah. Or artists get really popular after a member of the band passes away or something mm -hmm. like that. It just always makes me sad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Mayhem. Okay, let's get into Too some soon? songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you pausing for? You don't want to say these words? <laughs> I mean, I can say it. The first band is from France with Akiavel mm -hmm. with the song Witchcraft coming off of the Veni Vidi Vici release mm -hmm. available now on Ikea Records. That's right. And then after that, Kandirian from Costa Rica uh, with the song Presage of My Funeral. And this is off of the Stagnant Liver Mortis. And this is coming out on March 1st on Cast Records. And then we are going into Deselect with the song Shit Out of Luck 
coming off of their self-titled release out now on Transylvanian Records. Never die. Shut that fire! 
list of strangest deaths in rock history. In rock history, okay. Yeah. And then there's one I want to add to this that isn't rock, but it is very strange. I bet you I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. Um, number one is uh, Keith Ralph was electrocuted while playing guitar. Keith Ralph um, was the lead singer of the Yardbirds, met a peculiar demise on May 14th, 1976. Unlike the stereotypical rock tragedy, Ralph's life was cut short, not by excess, but by a bizarre electrocution mishap. Um, it says he was playing an improperly grounded electric guitar in his studio, in his basement, and he was unexpectedly electrocuted. Huh. I, I have questions about that. Yeah, well, I'm sure you do as an electrician. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> And no, I know, I know, I know. That was a long time ago. I know, I know. But it's still in my head. Yes. Um, Sandy Denny. Uh, Sandy Denny. Who is Sandy Denny? Um, apparently fell down the stairs and died. Weeks after falling down the stairs and hitting her head on concrete, the Fairport Convention folk singer succumbed to mid-brain trauma. That um, says a life of sub substance abuse coupled with personal struggles came to an end in a way far removed from the typical rock and roll narrative. Oh, that's sad. Um, Steve Peregrine. Steve Peregrine took former partner of Mark Bowen and Tyrannosaurus Rex, apparently <laughs> choked on a cocktail cherry. And that's how he died. Oh, man. Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards, once a cellist of the Electrical Light Orchestra, was killed by a hay bale. A 1,300-pound hay bale rolled down a hillside, <laughs> colliding with his van near his home in Devon, England. That's interesting. Uh, Les Harvey was electrocuted during a concert. Les Harvey, the guitarist from... There's a lot of guitar yeah. electrocutions going on here. Stone the Crows. I've never heard of them. Um... They were a blues rock band from Wales, apparently. Uh, Harvey was electrocuted on stage due to a per poorly grounded microphone at the age of 27. Oh, man. <clears throat> what what do you think happened there? Like, do you think his lips touched the microphone? And I think his lips were too close. Um... Wells Kelly was the drummer from the pop rock group Orleans. Uh, while on tour with Meatloaf, Kelly collapsed and died on the front step of a London apartment after a night of partying. Asphyxiation became the unexpected cause of death for a musician known for his rhythm on the hits like Dance With Me and Still The One. I know that. I know that song. Um, How's it go? 
Yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> they have Cass Elliot on here, uh, choked on a ham sandwich. We've heard that one. This one I didn't know, but I'm not a huge fan. Uh, Johnny Thunders. Well, it doesn't matter if you're a huge fan. Johnny Thunders from the <laughs> New York Dolls, guitarist from New York Dolls, um, was found unresponsive, they assumed from a drug overdose, but twisted into an unnatural pretzel position. They have Sid Vicious here, Michael Hutchins from NXS. We know those stories. Um, Dennis Wilson's on here from the Beach Boys. Wait, I don't know that one. How'd he die? Drunk driving claims many lives each year, but Dennis Wilson's tale introduces an unusual twist. Uh, it says attempting to recover items he had thrown overboard from his yacht. Wilson's life ended in a tra tragic episode of drunk driving at the age of 39. I don't know. Okay. Apparently he was trying to get his some stuff he had thrown overboard for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, but isn't that on a boat? Yeah. Yeah, I guess they're calling that drunk, even though he's on a boat. He's driving it, I guess. Oh, drunk I Drunk yachting. Okay, um, got it. The one that I wanted to add was the, I forgot what his name is. Um, maybe Jay Leone would know, because it's his favorite band. Um... What, the, anal cunt? The guitarist from Anal Cunt uh, <laughs> falling off an escalator and dying. That happened? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. What did you think it was going to be? Um, the guy that froze to death in his car. Oh, Bon Scott? Yeah. I mm. can never remember his name. Bon. Yeah. Nope. That one's, I don't know. I think that's pretty well known, though. Yeah. And that's not, I don't think that's that odd. Like, it doesn't happen often. I think to, that's pretty odd. To people we know or know of. But it's it's not as odd as, like, how often have you heard of someone dying from falling off an escalator? Yeah, I'm sure it probably happens more than... Yeah. You think, just maybe not to famous people. Yeah. There's, I think there's like an escalator lobbyist group that goes to Washington and, you know, hides all that stuff from the media. All right, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> is there music left? There is. Excellent. Are you ready to go into it? Yes. All right. I think everyone is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, first up is Nyflungar with the song In the Name of the Blade, part one. And this is coming off of their latest release, Wolf Battalion, out now on Nesquemos Mortos. And then after that, Ganem Tegan with the song Naturans Nade off of their Colt Beltrich's Verdon release out now on Vendetta Records. 
sure I said that really wrong. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? And? Happy Valentine's Day. No. (laughs) 